Today's episode of Sports Headlines is presented by Podgo. What's Podgo? Well, Warner, Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. So you're telling me that if I include an ad from Podgo, they're going to tell me up front how much I'll make? Of course. If you apply today, actually, to become a member, you'll be immediately connected with advertisers that fit your audience. Really? So it'll be specified for my show and my type of podcast? Yeah, so all you have to do is go to podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot co, C-O. And when you apply, make sure you add our podcast, Sports Headlines, and the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. All right, I'll do that as soon as I can. Yep, again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Let's get back to today's episode. Lines, I am on the back with you. I got the video in the lower left-hand corner today because we've got a big day ahead of us. Um, power rankings and an NBA recap to name, uh, name a few. So, um, with that being said, let's get right into things. Uh, make sure you go follow us on Twitter at sports headline eight on Instagram at sports underscore headlines four. Uh, big stuff coming there, especially on Twitter. Uh, we're going to have some YouTube and podcast exclusive content coming out a lot during next week. So make sure you go subscribe on YouTube or at sports headlines there. And then um, on podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're now on our iHeartRadio, um, just to name a few. So um, make sure you all do that. And with that out of the way, let's jump right into things here with our power rankings. Well, that is embarrassing. <laughs> that That is interesting. Um, let's get into our power rankings. And um, we will start here. There we go. We will start um, with a new format. I, I, I'm going to tell you guys this up front. Um, we've got a new format going for you guys. Um, so we've got basically everybody in... Um, it, it, my, these are my power rankings. Uh, all 32 teams in one one sort of area, um, so that you guys can see all the teams uh, with the bar getting in your way and not getting in your way. For those of you who are on Sportscaster, um, and then if Sean were to be here, which he is not going to be here today, we would have his power rankings um, as well, just on the next slide. But no Sean today. Um, two graphics that you may see um, the. There's a fire emojis and ice emojis. Those are that's my team to watch, a team that is looking to go on a streak, and team that is very very cold. Uh, and then of course we still have the bolded numbers for the highest riser and highest faller, and then um, the big gray bars in between show kind of a tier gap. Now I'll I'll just explain those tier gaps um, here instead of having them written out. Um, and then in case you all are confused. Um, they, we actually have three tier gaps in a row in a way. So, um, if you look between the Patriots and the football team, there's a, a tier gap between the football team and the Chargers, a tier gap and, uh, the Chargers and the Vikings, there's a tier gap. That is because I put the Washington football team in their own tier, um, and the Vikings and another tier that goes from the Vikings to the Cardinals. Um, but let me, let me get started with things today. Number 32, 
the Jaguars now in line for the number one pick because, of course, the Jets did bet. Um, so the Jags are going to fall two spots um, back to the worst team in the league. That's really only because the Jets and the Bengals are semi-competitive now. The Jets have put together a few good weeks um, a few good weeks recently, and the Bengals look pretty nice against the Steelers, all things being said. Now the Steelers are my ice cold team. I'll explain them in a minute. Um, I, I just I, I can't wait. Um, even though I'm not a Bengals fan, it's going to be really exciting to see Joe Burrow with those offensive weapons, um, the defense that is starting to make plays. Um, they're starting to get a little feisty. They're starting to play with a chip on their shoulder. They have that that uh, swagger uh, that you know the Legion of Boom had as one of the great greatest defense. All these great defenses and great defensive players have a mojo, have a swagger about them, saying. <laughs> You're not going to do anything on us, and if you do, you're going to get knocked down. And you're going to have to get back up a whole lot in order to score on our defense. And the Bengals really showed that last night. So, um, provided they, you know, pick Pene Sewell, Sewell, and as with a third pick in this year's draft, and and hopefully for them, get a guard or or some center action later on uh, in the draft. Maybe sign a free agent interior offensive linemen they'll have two really nice tackles and then at least a solid interior offensive lineman and usually you can you sort of get by now you have hot trash on the inside of the line right now um with your offensive guards those guys aren't going to last but if you can get some replacement level guys uh in there then you will have a pretty okay average maybe still a little bit below average but you'll have a pretty okay offensive line with two solid tackle foundations um, and then veterans in the middle. Uh, the Giants are going to fall seven, uh, fall seven spots to number 29. This is where we have our first tier gap, uh, starting with the Giants and going all the way down actually to the Patriots at number 20. That is the bad but still competitive tier. They're going to be in pretty much every game, um, and you're going to have to at least show up to the stadium and uh, put together some uh, at least a good half um, against them to kind of put them away. So the Giants are going to fall seven spots. Really embarrassing what happened against the Browns. Um, only scoring six points. Now the defense played relatively well. I know Baker had a pair of 95-yard touchdown drives, which you never want to see uh, your defense give up. Um, but the Giants, I think, have th – their future relies on Daniel, Daniel Jones. And he was looking good before he got hurt against the Bengals. Uh, and he has not looked good. He did not look good against the Cardinals. And then obviously this week was this week. Um, so the Giants are going to be the number 29 team falling seven spots. Um, and really, I think out of it for the, um, the NFC least champion crown. Um, the number, the Lions are going to stay put at number 28. Um, they, they just are, they, they, they are, um, they're, they're going to, they're going to have a pretty good offense, a solid offense. They're going to have a bad defense. Um, Matthew Stafford is playing very, very well. Pretty much nobody else is. They, I think, have a have a reasonably bright future. Now it is the Lions, so they're probably never going to be above ten and six, um, and they're probably not going to ever have a playoff win, at least this decade. And keep in mind, we just started a new decade. Um, but the Lions are the number twenty-eight team. The Cowboys move up two spots after their win last week. Um, they, they just. I mean, <laughs> without Zeke being the feature back, 
when you have that explosive here, let me let me rephrase that when you have that explosive feature back I still have faith in Ezekiel Elliott but he has not been explosive this year he's looked really really bad he should get cut this year <laughs> um they paid him way too much money they should have just let him hold that hold out and uh maybe some other team can can salvage what's left of his career but um Ezekiel Elliott is not playing well at all and with Tony Pollard in there, the offense was at least explosive. Explosive runs, good out of the backfield. Um, and, and I think it's pretty safe to say that he's the better running back at this point, um, unless Zeke just flips a switch. But um, the Cowboys are number 27. The Broncos fall one spot despite getting pounded uh, by the Bills uh, to number 26. Really not far for them to fall. Um, I, I just think they would, if they went head-to-head against the Cowboys or the Lions, they would be... A little bit, they would be a better team, and and they would. I probably would favor them to win. Now, by no means does that give them a lock over those two teams, um, but they they are the twenty sixth team. Um, we'll see. We'll see if they stick with Drew Lock. I I don't think they should. I think they should give him another shot. Uh, but as soon as he starts to show, you know, typical Drew Lock sort of stuff, sort of trends, he's done. He's on the bench, and he it's going to take him a while to get his starting job back. Um, the Panthers are the number 25 team. They move up one spot really uh, because the second I'll, – I'll get to the Packers-Panthers game. I'll get to that when I talk about the Packers. Um, but the Panthers are at number 25. Um, I, 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 just, I just feel that they're a better team than the Broncos, and the Broncos just got absolutely whooped up on by the Bills. The Panthers, they got dominated in the first half, but um, – in the end, they were still in the game. I don't think they've gotten blown out at all this year. Um, the Niners dropped five spots without George Kittle and Jimmy Garoppolo, or should I say with Nick Mullins leading that offense. No matter what Kyle Shanahan does, there's always going to be mistakes. Uh, with Nick Bosa out, that defense still, you know, they lost to Forrest Buckner, and yeah, that was going to be a loss, but they were still planning on having Nick Bosa on the edge <laughs> for some, some semblance of a pass rush, and they don't have that anymore. Um, so they're going to drop five spots. The Texans go up one to number 23. Um, please help Deshaun Watson. I mean, for goodness sakes, Deshaun Watson is is definitely top five QB, probably number four in the league. Um, going back to my preseason quarterback rankings, I had, um, let's see, I had Mahomes number one. I think I had Russ number two and Rodgers number three with Watson at number four. Um, so that just, uh, has, has taken its course. Um, he needs help with Will Fuller out due to suspension. Um, they, (laughs) Deshaun, man, and they have no draft picks either. Um, now, uh, going on, the Falcons are at number 22. They dropped two spots. They just blew another lead, skip over them. Uh, not really a surprise to me. The Eagles, number 21, Jalen Hurts. Go watch our film breakdown. We we touched on some of this stuff. Jalen Hurts has looked very, very capable um, as a quarterback, and um, they're going to rise up six spots really because of him. The offense is totally different. Doug Peterson's a better coach with him. Uh, he's doing more stuff in the game plan, motion stuff, preset stuff, uh, not you know making Carson Wentz carry the team on his back or not making Jalen Hurts carry the team on his back like he was honestly trying to do with, with Carson Wentz. Uh, and Hurts is, Hurts is executing, and he's making plays when when um, when the play's not there. And, and that's a big thing, too. He's not turning the ball over. He's not doing what Jared Goff or Mitchell Trubisky does 
and it's, oh, my read's covered up. Let me force the ball, A, or still throw it there and hope it's incomplete. No, no, no. He's taking off. He's running. He's extending the play. He's going through the rest of his reads. He's looking around the field, and that's really important for a young quarterback, and, and the Eagles seem to have a bright future um, with, with Hurts as their potential starter for years to come. They don't have the big contract. They've got him for three more years after this one on the cheap. And um, now will they be able to find a landing spot for Carson Wentz or will they just have to cut him and eat the dead money? Uh, we'll see. But I, I think Carson Wentz's job is pretty much lost. Uh, the Patriots are going to round out the bad but competitive tier. They just have no offense. Uh, and the defense is good but aging and aging and aging. They drop two spots. Um, the football team is in their own tier. They drop uh, two spots. Really only because of, um, they would have just dropped one spot, but they uh, ended up dropping because the Bears and the Chargers played so well this week. Um, so they're going to drop two spots. They were right in it with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Really concerning with the Seahawks uh, for me, um, which is it's going to be interesting, but I, I can explain why I have them uh, so high up and actually rising. It was a concerning week if you're a Seattle fan, but the Washington football team, you know, good defense, no offense, and and they're not going to be able to win a playoff game with that unless <laughs> unless um, Alex Smith goes, I don't know, back to really. There's never been an elite Alex Smith. Um, it's just a really good game manager. The Chargers go up three spots to number 18. Um, nice win over the Raiders, despite all of the missed kicks. Um, they have a bright future. Um, if you go on our Twitter, we are going to be bringing a Chargers rebuild to you next week. That is going to be on YouTube, of course. We're not going to live stream that because we can't. Um, but we, um, we've, we've got a Chargers rebuild coming. Um, new head coach, new look roster. Uh, we're going to be starting basically week one of this year, um, and just going forth, um, instead of, you know, simulating up to this point and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but that's going to be exciting. Uh, look for a big, big role for Austin Eckler, uh, Eckler, Keenan Allen, and Justin Herbert to all have big, big years. Um, the Vikings dropped two spots to number 17. Um, they are <laughs> basically out of it. They are still mathematically in it. If the Cardinals and the Bears both, lo both lose their next two games and the Vikings win their next two games, the Vikings will be eight and eight. The um, the Cardinals, I believe, will be eight and eight as well, and the Bears will be seven and nine. Uh, let me double check that real quick. But um, they're basically out of it. Big loss to the uh, to the Bears. Pardon me. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky showed up, I guess, um, if that's fair to say. But um, it it is what it is. Um, Really impressive what the Bears did. Um, they're coming up here, but the Raiders stay at number 16. They lost to the Chargers. Yes, they're still in it for this seven seed. By the way, the tier that started with the Vikings going down to the number 13 Cardinals is all of the teams that are fighting for the last couple spots uh, in the playoffs, really just the last spot in the playoffs um, in their respective conference. Um, the Bears moving up eight spots, and they are my hot team to watch of the week to number 15 now. Mitchell Trubisky has looked good the last couple of weeks. The defense seems to be reinvigorated. Really, after that Packers smackdown, they seem to have kind of regained a step, 
and um, taken back a little bit what what they were so desperately missing and, and needing. Um, they are my team to watch. They go up eight spots, highest riser this week. And if Mitch can keep playing like this, I I don't think the Bears draft a quarterback. I think they draft a receiver, um, or or maybe oh, I hope they don't draft another tight end. Um, I would go receiver for them. Uh, by the way, another mock draft coming up um, early January. Um, and they they just they look good. If Mitch can keep playing like this, they're gonna. I think they'll get that last seed and potentially potentially win a playoff game or two. Um, they have the good enough defense. They've got playmakers. David Montgomery looked really, really good. Had his highest yardage of his career in a single game. Uh, I think 147 yards. He's turning out to be a really nice back. I was really high on him. And he didn't really have a great, great rookie season in terms of bursts and missed tackles. Uh, that was one thing he was really, really known for was was breaking and making guys miss, breaking tackles and making guys miss. Um, he is he is really coming into his own in this sophomore year in the league. And the uh, Bears are the number 15 team um, playoff-wise, by the way. The Bears right now um, have the 8th seed. So the Cardinals are 8-6. and six. If they lose the next two, I don't know what the tiebreaker situation is, but if they lose the next two, then um, they will be 8-8. Eight and eight. If the Vikings win the next two, they will also be 8-8. Eight and eight. And Chicago, if they lose the next two, it's important. They have to lose the next two. And then the Vikings will be in because they, they do own the tiebreaker over the Vikings because um, they just beat them. Uh, number 14, the Dolphins. They are 9-5 and five and off to a good start, but they do own the seven seed. So them and Baltimore are tied with the seven seed. Um, the Raiders are 7-7, seven and seven, so till, still technically mathematically in it. Um, so uh, we've got two 9-5 teams and then two 10-4 teams, so the AFC is looking to be very, very good at the top in terms of record. Um, now, the Dolphins do get to play the Jets twice a year and the Patriots twice a year, so it's not like they are one of the more elite teams in the NFL. Um, so they they stay put at 14. They didn't really impress me, but I wasn't really I wasn't too pessimistic about them. Um, the defense is, is playing really well, and they're going to have to rely on that because Tua just isn't, it doesn't have necessarily the arm talent to play the game that he wants to play. He likes, I think, Baker Mayfield last year. Mayfield was, uh, you know, really nice in college, uh, a hyped pick, number one overall out of Oklahoma, had a good rookie season, broke the touchdown record, which Justin Herbert, uh, if he hasn't already, is going to break it. Um, and then last year, you see he throws a bunch of picks, mostly over the middle of the field on straight dropbacks, and, and that's what Tua wants to do. And he <laughs> he um, may have a good touchdown-interception ratio, may have a good amount of interceptions, yeah, 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 but the amount of throws that could have resulted in a turnover that he's had, the turnover-worthy throws that he's had is ridiculous. It's It's way higher than Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, um, hurts any rookie quarterback this year, um, which those being the main four, um, it's, it's ridiculous. And he's only played like half the games that Herbert and Burrow have played. Um, so he's going to have to clean that up, but go watch that film breakdown that we had on Tua. Sean and I believe that he can, um, but it is not necessarily will win he it's can he, um, 
the Cardinals are going to be at number 13. They drop a spot, just getting leapfrogged by the Titans here. Nothing too big. Yes, they won their game. Um, they are going to end off the the uh, fighting for the seven seed tier. Uh, the Titans are number 12. Again, leapfrogging the Cardinals. I, I was just really impressed by the Titans' win. Now they are at the bottom of a kind of weird, weird tier where I think they're going to make the playoffs and they're a good team. But I really don't see them competing for a Super Bowl at all. Um, flat out at all. Um, so they they will be number 12. The Steelers, Mike, ice cold team. Three losses in a row. Dropped four spots. They were the number two. They were the number three team three weeks ago on my power rankings. And they have dropped all the way to 11. Um, so they are freezing cold. The offense just can't do anything. When you get shut down basically by the Bengals defense <sighs> it's it's it there's something to be concerned about um the Ravens stay put at number 10 they had a dominant win scored 40 points but it was the Jags uh, I think you can discount that a little bit but a good win nonetheless for the Ravens they're going to stay put though and the Browns are going to come up two spots uh despite only scoring 20 points against the Giants was really impressed by the defense. Yes, it is the Giants' offense, and they have not looked that good as of, as of late. Um, but I, I was still really impressed with them, and I think they are a more dangerous playoff team than the Ravens, as evidenced by this tier gap right here. Um, the number nine through number five teams, uh, the Browns through the Colts, are the teams that I have as potential Super Bowl contenders. Will they make it? We don't know, but these guys have the best shot other than the top four um, to make it. But it, there's there's no 100% guarantee. Um, number eight, we've got the Bucks. I I think you know they were down big. They came back against the Falcons. Tom Brady seems to own them, or maybe it's just the Falcons being awful. Um, and and everybody can own the Falcons in the in the second half or the fourth quarter. Um, but they stayed put. The Rams only dropped one spot. Um, it, I was debating between the Bucks and the Rams. But um, I think the Rams are a more solid and consistent team. Yes, they just lost to the Jets. It's up to Jared Goff, man. Jared Goff has shown big strides this year. But he has not um, been, you know, he, he's not an elite quarterback. I don't think he ever will. Um, but he cost them this game. And, um, you know, they only gave up, what, 23 points to the Jets and lost 23 to 20. You've got to score more than 20 points against the Jets. Um, number six, the Saints fall three spots, but hold on. They just lost to a really good Chiefs team, right? The only reason why the Saints fall three spots here is because I am very, very concerned about Drew Brees and his ribs. Um, the ribs protect all of your vital organs, including your lungs, which are very, very big, um, in, in any sport. Yes, you know, you need your heart, your stomach, your pancreas. Um, I'm not, you know, tip-top, top-notch on um, the human anatomy. But I do know that lungs are very important because that's how you breathe. Um, and breathing is crucial for physical activity, especially when you're in the NFL. And um, Drew Brees' lungs, rib fractures, um, are really, really concerning, especially at his age being as old as he is. Um, and <laughs> they, man, it, they've got the talent to do it. They really do. And I didn't necessarily want to drop them, but I just didn't feel comfortable 
having them that high and 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 with them not having a first round buy and not letting Breeze be able to rest up, I I still think he's their best option at quarterback. I don't think Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston's the way to go here, but I don't think they're I think they're going to fizzle out uh, in in the first few rounds of the playoffs like they have the last few seasons. Um, the Colts are the number five team moving up four spots. They're just solid. They've got a really good defense. They've got a consistent offense. Jonathan Taylor's coming into his own. They're Wisconsin running back. Um, and it's it, if you're a Colts fan, I guess you can be excited again. Now, you do have Phil Rivers. He's likely going to be, if not just a one-year rental, he's going to be like a three-year rental. Uh, so you're going to have to find that, that franchise quarterback. But you are just outside of the Super Bowl tier. I think um, the Colts are one of the really three AFC teams that I could see maybe beating the Chiefs. Um, tier gap up here now to Super Bowl contenders. This honestly is probably going to be our AFC and NFC championship game. I just realized that as I'm talking now. Not, not I didn't even see that when I put it together, but we've got two NFC teams and two AFC teams. Number four, the Seahawks moving up one spot. Um, yeah. They didn't look great. The offense kind of fizzled out yet again against the football team, but the football team has a nice defense. And um, the only reason they move up one here, honestly, is because the Saints dropped three. Um, I still believe in Russell Wilson. He is the third best quarterback in the league. And um, I have faith in Russ with, with the receiving core and the weapons that he has at his disposal to be able to at least win a playoff game unless they get just an awful matchup. Um, in the first round. Um, the Bills are the number three team. Really, really impressive. They are the Chiefs' main con uh, competitors. Yeah, the Colts, maybe. I could definitely see the Bills winning that game. Um, now, granted, Josh Allen's not going to be able to make any mistakes, but he really hasn't been. He's been pretty clean um, over the last several, several weeks. And, and over the course of the season, oh, forget about it. He is a totally new Josh Allen. Um, so they're the number three team. They move up one spot. They were going to be three regardless of whether the Saints dropped or not. Um, the Packers at number two, I think they're pretty much a lock for the NFC Championship right of, right as na of now. Um, they play the Titans this week. Poor Packers run defense. A lot of running game. And in, in Derrick Henry on the Titans may not be the best matchup, but it's going to be a really important game to see how the Packers play and to show the Packers what adjustments they need to make. It seemed like they took the foot off the gas in the second half. They were, you know, we're up 21 to 3. We know if if somehow the Panthers score three touchdowns and make it 24-21, like <laughs> if somehow we don't even get a field goal and um the the Panthers score three touchdowns and and basically shut us out going into the final 4 or 5 minutes of the fourth quarter, we can turn it back on. We have Aaron Rodgers. He can at least get us a game-winning field goal. Um, so let's just run the ball and throw a lot of screens, quick passes. We're not really going to shoot it down uh, deep downfield. Um, and, and that's probably because, listen, they don't want to give up any any film to opponents like the Bucks, who they've already lost to, or the Rams, who have been really good defensively as of late, or the Saints, or the Seahawks. Um, and... I mean, or even the Cardinals. If, if we're going, if the Cardinals do get in, they have a really explosive offense. Um, you don't want to give up film to those guys because if they can get a slight edge on 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 defense, then um, it, they their offense is very very explosive at times. Um, and then the Chiefs at number one, self-explanatory, best team in football still. Although they are being rivaled by the Bills right now uh, for the uh, for the AFC um, representative in the Super Bowl. Those are our power rankings. Um, 
It is currently 11.47 a.m. Um, I'm going to go quick NBA recap, um, and then we're going to close off the episode. Um, if you miss any parts in, in this stream, uh, go go check it out on, on our YouTube or on podcasting platforms. This will be uploaded right after. Um, but going on to an NBA recap, um, we had the NBA season start December 22nd. Um, and it's, it's, it is definitely, uh, failed to disappoint. It's been exciting. Jason Tatum, big game winner last night over Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, really concerning for Giannis and the Bucks. I don't really think they're going to be able to, um, get themselves in, uh, to the, oh man, it's, they're no lock for the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, let's just say that, um, the Nets, of course, having the star power they have, the Heat and the Celtics um, being the well-rounded teams with star power that they have, um, the Bucks could be looking at another second round out. Um, now, they're probably going to get a high seed in the regular season. But, I mean, what does that really matter? Um, if we were judging based on regular season, James Harden might be, or Russell Westbrook might be the greatest player of all time. Um, so... I'm going to give my feedback on a few games. Of course, the Clippers beat the Lakers. That was a big game. Uh, the Warriors got absolutely destroyed um, in their first game. The Mavericks ended up losing their first game. Um, the Kings upset the Nuggets with a, a buzzer beater tip in. Jason Tatum hits a three over Giannis at the buzzer um, to give the Celtics the win. So um, the Nets absolutely smacked the Warriors, first of all, by 26 points. Kevin Durant had a really nice game, um, and the Nets just kind of steamrolled. This this basically shows us how big of a loss Clay Thompson is for this squad. He really opens up the floor. James Wiseman had a pretty good game, um, at least statistical uh, stats-wise. I think he's going to be a, com- a competitor and a, um, a good part of that Golden State offense, although I don't think they're going to do much this year. Uh, Steph Curry can only do so much. Um, that's just the type of player he is. He's not like a, a triple-double threat who's going to carry a team necessarily to the playoffs. He can carry a team to the playoffs. Uh, we saw with his unanimous MVP uh, season, uh, I want to say 2015, 2016. Um, uh, but we saw with that season when the Warriors went 73-9 and and, and broke the record for the best record in the regular season, um, again, showing why the regular season doesn't matter that much. They then lost in the finals last year, that uh, year to LeBron, Kyrie, and the Cavs. Um, that was that was a really exciting series, um, and um, it's 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 just it just goes to show how big of a player Clay Thompson is, and and the fact that he um, got that All NBA snub, so he couldn't get the Supermax contract was was disappointing to say the least. Um, the Nets are going to are poised to be a really good team and probably make the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, the Clippers beat the Lakers. Calm down, everybody. I mean, the Lakers just played, what, two and a half, three and a half weeks ago um, in the finals. Really no offseason to speak of. And, oh, that, that means that they should be more tuned and more ready, right? No, it shouldn't. They They haven't had the chance to get the team chemistry up. They... They replaced pieces. They they had an active offseason. They didn't just run it back with the same group of guys. 
Um, they had an active offseason. They've got to get the guys kind of, the, the players um, molded together. And, and they also, they didn't have any time to refine their game over the offseason. And, you know, you may be saying, listen, LeBron James doesn't really need to refine his game. I disagree. I think he can get better at his three-point shooting, his free-throw shooting, and just overall stay in tune with finishing in the paint, passing, rebounding, et cetera, et cetera. Anthony Davis could could be a better shooter, um, could be a better passer, could be a better dribbler. Um, there's a lot of things that, that everybody can get better at, uh, even if you're the best player in the world like LeBron is and undoubtedly is. Um, and it, it just, I mean, they're, they're, trust me, they're going to be fine. They're gonna, they're going to get themselves together and they're going to make another playoff run, uh, at a, at a potential, another championship. Um, that was Tuesday's action on Wednesday. We saw some good games. Of course, the, uh, Kings beating the Nuggets at the buzzer, um, the jazz and $205 million man, Rudy Gobert, um, uh, got the Blazers by 20 points, 120 to 100. Um, I, I think the Blazers are going to be good. Uh, they're going to be fine. Damian Lillard is a bad man, uh, and then he's got he's got a win healthy. He's got a nice rotation behind him, but the Jazz showing that next step, that next year that they really need to show um, <clears throat> if they want to make a playoff run. The Suns beat the Mavericks. Um, I'm not I'm not going to say I was right and gloat about. Me being really high on the Suns, I think the Mavericks are going to be good. I think the Suns are going to be good. I don't think the Suns are going to be better than the Mavericks. It's only one game. Let's not overreact um, to to the Suns um, winning. And you know, right now they're the higher seed than than the Nuggets, the Lakers, and the Mavericks and the Trailblazers, et cetera, et cetera. So um, the Pacers got off to a good offensive day. Yeah, they were playing the Knicks. Whatever. Let's skip over that game. And then of course. Jason Tatum with the clutch, clutch shot, showing that he is indeed a top 10 player in our league, which is really interesting because that's going to have to bump somebody else. Stay tuned for a top 10 players list coming next week. Also on Sports Headlines, possibly, well, no, no, definitely next week. Definitely next week. Uh, We're going to take Christmas off. Uh, I hope you all have a very, very Merry Christmas. Um, Depending on what part of the country you're in, you might get snow. Uh, so lucky you. I don't actually think I've had snow in my hometown of Cincinnati. I don't think I've had snow yet on Christmas. Now I've had it going up to relatives' house in in uh, central to northern Ohio, but no snow for the last at least 15 years, um, if not uh, 17. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens this Christmas. Um, but I hope you all have a great Christmas, a great rest of your today day today. And a great new year. Um, Sean and I will be back next week uh, with some great Madden 21 content um, and also more film breakdowns, breakout star of the week, NBA content, and more. Thank you all so much for watching.